Hey, how are you doing? And welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I am your host, Haim Roche. And as always, it is truly an honor to be able to be with you here um, with my Greatness tribe. So we have been on a conversation throughout really now a couple months. And we were talking about going from dealing with this concept of building our vision, getting our vision and everything ready for 2024. And in the process of talking about that, we went from vision to start talking about the importance and the power of imagination. Now, everything that we do and we're talking about, I believe, is vitally important as we continue to grow, as we continue to develop in this, as we are planning for our next. Hear me it's important for us to have a set time and designated time for us to be preparing and planning for what we are expecting to be able to happen in this next season of our lives. Um, and so what I want to be able to do is tonight, I want to dive in and really talk about this aspect of not just us having a vision and not just us being able to un understand the importance of our imagination and the power of that imagination and how those two come together, but here is the key. After you have a vision, after you have tapped into your imagination, now we need to get down to the details of when I'm whatever I'm expecting to happen in 2024, whatever I'm planning to be able to have in my next year. What I need to start doing is also creating something that will help me to actually function in, walk in and do exactly what I'm planning. So it's no reason for us to have a plan of where we are expecting to go and what we're expecting to happen in our future without now being able to say, this is how I'm going to do it on a day-to-day -day basis. Because as we ended off on last month, um, on our last episode of last podcast, we talked about this context of doing it and having it one day at a time. All of this is vitally important. So what we're going to do is we're going to dive right into Ecclesiastes. Um, chapter three, verses one, um, Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one. This is what it says. It says to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. I'm gonna read it one more time. It says to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven, meaning in simple, everything has seasons and everything has a purpose. At the end of the day, there's there's to everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under heaven. The, there's seasons and there is times, seasons and time. I want to be able to read this quote by Harvey McKay. And this is what it says. Time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you've lost it, you never get it back. I want us to be able to recognize the importance of how powerful our time is. Every time and everything that we look at in time, everything that we're doing, when we are wasting our time, when we are not being effective with our time, all of that time is then being wasted. That, that is time that we can never get back. That is, that is times or moments that we can never go back and be able to retrieve. The moments or the times that we take, that we have 
every single time is, as this says, it's priceless. It is free. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you've lost it, you can never get it back. Understand the imp- that powerful concept when we're talking about time. Now, I want to read another quote. Uh, this quote is by Carl uh, Sandburg. And this is what it says. It says, the time, time is the coin of your life. It is the only coin you have. And only you can determine how it will be spent. Be careful, lest you let other people spend it for you. Now, I, I, don't, I don't know about you. I can speak about me. In 2023, there was a lot of things that I had planned for. There was a lot of stuff that I wanted to achieve and to do, right? And, but when it came in reference to the time that I needed to spend or the time that I needed to be able to dedicate for certain things as I was developing these things or going through these things, what I realized is that some of this time that I was looking at or calculating for myself, I didn't have control over, or more so I felt like I didn't have control over. I felt like this over here had more control over my time. And these people over here had more control over my time. And anytime that I was trying to create something or put something together that I can be able to allocate what my time would look like, it felt like it never went the way that I needed it to go. And it was because I was, I was, I was going through these back and forth pieces, but I was not realizing this part of what this quote is saying. Time is time is the coin of life. It is the only coin you have. Only you can determine how it's spent. Be careful lest you let other people spend it for you. Now, let's talk about what we're going to deal with tonight. Because what I realized is there was something that in the process, um, as as this time frame of our conversation tonight, and really for some, I would give it probably about a month now, it's been this thing for me um, once I started this new job. And uh, I started this job in May. <clears throat> and I knew off top, me coming into this new job, I knew it was going to uh, be some, you know, some difficulties, like just like anything else, when you start a new job, you kind of got to get the flow of it. Um, you kind of got to get that rhythm. And then after you find your rhythm, after you find your pace, then you can kind of start seeing how, what, what, what things you need to lean in more to, what things you can pull back from all of those things. You can start really being able to dictate and see how you're going to create your schedule of how you're going to do your day to day. Well, uh, now I'm, we're in the month of November (laughs) and, and what I've realized and what I've been recognizing and seeing is that my schedule has literally been thrown all the way off. But in the midst of that, my mentor has been speaking to me about this concept of, Hey man, you got to figure out how to get your schedule together. You got to figure it out. You got to figure out what is needed or what you're needing to do to be able to make sure that your schedule is correct. Not your work schedule. No, because the reality is, is you have other things on your plate. 
you know, I'm, I'm a husband, so I have, you know, my wife, I, I'm a father, so I have my children. Um, you know, I, yes, I have a nine to five and yes, I have this podcast and yes, I serve and I help in my, my church here. Um, you know, all these different pieces. So you have to allocate what your schedule is going to look like, because if you don't understand or be able to make sure that you are taking advantage of the time that you have, you have to also realize that one, because you don't have a clear schedule, how can you then be able to dictate at the end of the day, how can you dictate where you wanting to go? How can you dictate how fast you're trying to get there? How, how can you dictate what is going to take for you to be able to achieve these things? There are certain plans and pieces that I have in place for my job. And so it's, it's like, how are you going to be able to dictate how you're going to make it there if you do not have a schedule? If you have not created a schedule or some form of plan of how you're going to get from point A to point B, but the only reason why you can't really certify a plan is because you are allowing, like this quote said, be careful lest you let other people spend it for you. You're letting other things spend your time, but you have to now be able to figure out and see this is how you start to process my time. I have to process my time by my values but i'm also processing my time not just by my values but i'm processing it also by my vision this is where this conversation comes in because when we're going into 2024 what we have to be able to make sure that we have is we have to create the schedule that goes with the vision because for example your plan for 2024 might in might might push you or might require you, I'll use that word, might require you to be able to get up earlier. Your vision for 2024 might require you to stay up a little bit later. Your vision might require you to make some adjustments during the week and then give you some freedom on the weekend. Your vision is going to tell you what your schedule is required what's required in your schedule. But what we have to make sure is we don't wait until we get into 2024 to start creating our schedule, to start creating our plan. No, why? Because if we wait until 2024, even though we have a vision, what's going to happen is we're going to struggle with some things. We're going to have some difficulty trying to be able to balance where we're trying to go versus what we were doing in 2023. And we can fall into this place because we did not create the schedule where we are allowing other people to spend our time. Stephen R. Stephen R. Covey makes this statement. He says the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but schedule your priorities. I'm going to say it one more time. The key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. Now, let's break this down. We are looking at the vision for 2024. We're going to make this, we're going to break this down now. We, we're looking at our vision for 2024. All right. If you take your vision and break it down into quarters. All right. So based upon this is the long-term goal is where what I'm trying to be able to see by the end of 2024, financially, in my relationships, um, in my spiritual walk, even when it comes to um, my job, my business, 
but most importantly, also when it comes to me. If that might be uh, mentally, physically, emotionally, you know, all of those contexts of things, but I have to make sure this is a part of my plan, right? So in this plan of where I want to be able to see myself at the end of 2024, now I take that plan and I break it down into quarters. So in four quarters, I have an understanding by the end of the last quarter, I should be able to see some form of producing some form of results of what I said I wanted as my vision for 2024. Okay. So what we're going to do is you're going to break it down into quarters. So in the first quarter, this is what I need to be doing. The second quarter, this is what I need to be doing. Third quarter and so on, right? Then I'm going to break it down into months. In the first quarter, month one, two, three, this is what I need to be accomplishing. Next quarter, one, two, three, this is what I need to be accomplishing. And we're gonna break it all the way down. This is why I'm doing this. Each breakdown should get you to what you should be doing every week and every day. So for example, if I have a monthly goal or my monthly schedule says, okay, if I'm according to my monthly goal, this is what I need to be able to do. So as I break that down for me to be able to achieve this goal for this month, then that means week one, two, three, four, I need to be doing these things so I can have a completion of that goal by the end of the month then that means on my day to day, there are certain things that I need to be doing in on those days. Specifically, there's things that I need to be doing on those days that help me to achieve what I'm trying to do that week. Now, I hope I'm not move, moving too fast today. I'm tonight. I'm just really just trying to be pragmatic um, because I want us to not just have vision. Vision is good. We already talked about that. In Habakkuk chapter two, we talked about having the vision and making it plain, making it so plain and crystal clear that then you can be able to, those that read it can be able to run. They, they are able to run and read at the same time because it's clear enough that they can be able to see it while they're moving. So that that's that's an understanding part. I'm grateful for the, the vision and I'm grateful for the imagination, the imagination to be able to see beyond where you currently are so you can be able to have a glimpse of what God actually wants for you for your future. That's wonderful too. But now we have to be able to create the schedule, the plan on what we need to do on every single day. Now, we don't know, we can't say God had a plan in reference to he had a specific schedule, but what we can say is on day one in the book of Genesis, when he starts to actually create, he has day one, this is what he did. Day two, this is what he did. Day three, day four, day five, and day six, this is what he did. And on day seven, he took a rest to look back and to look at all that he did that week and then be able to move forward. So we have to be able to look at it and doing the same thing. So for me to have throughout my week, what I need to be doing is what do I need to accomplish on day one for this week? What is the what is the schedule for this week so I can make sure that I'm accomplishing this goal? All right. Day two. What does that look like for me? All right. So, for example, um, if, if just use, for example, hey, listen, I'm trying to read a book. I, I don't read, I don't read a lot, blah, 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 blah. That might not be your thing, but in 2024, you want to actually read more, right? So then what we need to do is we need to say, okay, I'm going to break this down for me. 
Okay, so for me, I'm going to break this down. Every single day, I need to read 30 minutes worth of book, 30 minutes worth, right? So I'm going to set me a timer and I'm going to give myself 30 minutes. And wherever that 30 minutes ends, that's where I end. That might be a starting point. Some people might say, hey, listen, I need to read 10 pages a day. After I read my 10 pages, um, in that day, then that's where, then, then I'm done for the day. Okay. But here's the key. So that means if I'm going to do this, then I have to allocate time to make sure that I get this done. So I have to look at what my day looks like. So for example, on tomorrow, when I go, when, when, when I'm at work on tomorrow, I understand that on tomorrow, on Tuesday, this is what, these are the things that happen on my Tuesday. I get up to go to work. Um, or I get up, I do my devotion in the morning, I go up, um, I get ready. And then after I get ready, I go to work. When I go to work, what time I got to be at work, I know that. I know what time my break normally happens. Um, I don't, I, if I do, I have any uh, plans? Do I have any meetings in the morning? I have all of that written down. Then here goes my break. What am I doing at my break time? What am I doing at my lunch time? Am I trying to go get me something to eat? Or do I need to today, because I'm trying to develop this reading, do I need today to be able to take advantage of my lunchtime and get some reading in? And so then I'm looking at the rest of my day. Okay, A, from, from after my lunchtime, I have to do X, Y, and Z. So when I get off work, then what happens after my lunchtime? I mean, what happens when I get off work? When I get off work, personally, when I get off work on Tuesdays, um, I, I get off work depending on the time, depending on what's going on. Majority of the time, it's about 5.45, 6 o'clock. So I get off work. Once I get off work, I'm coming home. When I start come home on Tuesday nights, I have time with my mentor. So I got to make sure, okay, I have a lot of time that I spend with my mentor. So between I'm getting off and between me and my mentor time, what am I doing in that time? And then after that slot of time that I have set aside, then after my mentor time, what happens after that? Am I taking, uh, am I preparing for my next day? Am I spending time with my wife? Um, am I getting my clothes ready for, for the next day? What does that look like? So now what am I doing? I'm creating the schedule that I need so that I can be able to accomplish the goal that I want for that week. So that's important because now what am I doing? I'm controlling my time. Let's go back to Carl um, Sandberg. Time is the coin of your life. It is the only coin you have and only you can determine how it's spent. So be careful lest you let other people spend it for you. So what am I doing? I'm taking advantage of my coin. So I remember one time me and my mentor were talking and my mentor made a statement to me. He said, Hiram, um, when it comes in reference to your time, I want you to think about every hour of your time is money. Every, every, every second on the clock is, a, is, is money. Let, not, let's not think about your time as just being regular time. This is all, everything that I've read so far is, is allowing you to be able to know this is money. So your time is vitally important. Remember again, I said it in the intro, remember again, time is one of the things that you cannot get back. Once you waste it, it's over. You, you, can't, you can't refund something to get the time back. 
Once you miss that time with your children, you can't get that back. Once you miss that time with your spouse, you can't get that back. Once you miss that time that you were supposed to be putting inside uh, developing your business, you can't get that back. Now you can try to work harder to be able to get to a certain place, but you can't make up the time that you wasted. So what we are trying to do in preparing for our 2024 is we wanna make sure that we have this schedule that goes with our vision. Because what we are not trying to do next year, what we do not, what we cannot do next year is we cannot waste time. We cannot waste the time. We need to make sure that we are taking advantage of the time that we have. So I want to ask you this question. Um, have you ever had something happen? where you missed a moment it could have been some moment that you spent with you that you were you were supposed to spend with your children or some moment that you was going that you were supposed to set aside to uh spend with your wife or it was a moment that you you could have had that business opportunity or whatever that moment is for you and when that moment passed you set back and it's almost like you regretted not making the time. Now for me, um, I can tell you, I, I do have a moment. I have a moment when I was younger. <clears throat> this is not too far after uh, me and my wife got married. Um, we were living in this apartment complex uh, and my grandmother was staying in the same apartment complex. Eventually she got in that same apartment complex. And I remember, um, saying to myself, I'm, I'm going to make the time. Now, at this time, we don't have any children. It's just me and my wife. I'm, we're not doing podcasts. We are at this time, we are doing uh, youth ministry. And um, I was on the praise team at my church and different things like that. But I didn't have like a very strain or strong uh, or strenuous time in reference schedule wise. My, my schedule wasn't that tough. You know what I'm saying? So I remember kept, I was saying to myself, oh, I'll make the time and go over there and see her talking about my grandmother. I'll make the time and go spend time with her. Um, my mom used to be like, hey, son, have you know, did you go visit your grandmother and just check on her? And, um, and every now and again, I would, but it wasn't consistent. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't consistently just going over there and really taking advantage of the time. And so I remember uh, when she ended up getting sick and um, eventually going through this process of uh, of going through her sickness and all the way until she passed away. And I remember while she was sick and it was getting worse and worse by the day, we, everyone in our family at that point then is making sure that we are coming over and getting in our time, uh, you know, sacrificing and spending time with her and doing all those things. Right. And, and in the process of all of that, um, when, once she passed away, I sat back one day and was just thinking, and I was like, man, if I ever say I had a regret, this would be one of them. The, the, it was the, it's the regret of not taking advantage of my time. At that age, I wasn't really thinking about schedule. I was just really allowing people to spend my time. 
I didn't have no no schedule planned, no 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 layout of what I wanted to be able to accomplish or do. So I wasn't looking at a schedule. I didn't have a day to day schedule. So there were certain things that I realized that I missed in opportunities and I missed in moments, not because those things were not important. It was because I did not have a schedule to say, this is what I do today. Now, one of the things I'm learning more and more on the job that I'm at, um, my boss will always say, uh, my supervisor will say, he'll be like, look, if it's not on my calendar, it's not, it doesn't exist. So now, more so now than I've ever done, is I'm putting events and things on my calendar that needs to be accomplished because now I can say, okay, listen, this right here, these are my priorities for today that I need to have done. This is the priorities for this week so I can be able to get these things done. This is the stuff that I need to accomplish that's on my schedule. Now, these things, because I've created out a schedule, it helps me to stay focused so that I don't miss the moments, so that I don't miss the opportunities, so that I don't miss when things, when I'm supposed to be having these moments and these times, I don't miss it because I'm creating the schedule that goes with the vision that I want for my life. So that means for me, like for example, I wanna spend more time with my boys, one-on-one. Both of them are getting older um, and they're coming into more and more into the thought process of different things that they want to achieve and do. And I want to make sure that as their father, that I am the influential person in their life. I understand that they, you know, people out here, they, they got some influence, friends got influence, um, you know, stuff like this, all these uh, different voices that are out here. But I want to be as their father, I want to be a prominent voice in their life. And I recognize that for me to make sure that that happens, I have to take out some dedicated time to be able to spend with them because I, I have a plan and a development of where I want them to go based upon where they are currently in their life. So what do I have to do? I have to then schedule on my schedule. Hey, this is some time. These are some times that I need to achieve these things. Hey, look, this, this weekend is going to be me and Juwan. This weekend is going to be me and Zay. This weekend is going to be me and my like me and my wife. We're going to get some time in. Like I have to plan that. I have to schedule that. Why? Because if I don't have it scheduled, then something else or someone else can say, well, this is what I want to do with that time wasted. So I have to make sure that I'm creating the schedule that I want. Again, let's go back to uh, what Stephen R. Covey said. The key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule, but to schedule your priorities. Your priorities not only are going to be revealed through your vision, but your priorities in some sense tells you because of your vision. These are the things that is my priority. Family, faith, well, faith, family, finance, fitness, my future. Those are the things that are priorities to me. And those things are a part of my vision. And because they're a part of my vision, that's why I'm creating the schedule. I'm creating the schedule around my priorities, my faith, my family, 
my finances, my fitness, and my future. The, the, the future of not just myself, but also of my family. So I'm creating my schedule based upon that because this is actually the layout of where my vision is. My vision is all of these different categories. Where do I want to be in my faith? Where do I want to be in with my family? Where do I want to be with my when it comes concerning my finances? Where do I want to be when it comes to my physical health, my mental health, with my emotional health? Where do I want to be when it comes to those things? And where do I see our future of the Roche household looking like? That is my priorities. And that's what's in my vision. And that's what shapes my schedule. Anything outside of those five things are called extracurricular activities. <laughs> I love that. They are called extracurricular activities. These things that are extracurricular activities, they are something that you add after everything else is already in your schedule. They're extra. They're not the priorities. They go around your priorities. So if you have something on your schedule that has to do with your family, okay, and listen, I already have something on this date and in this time that I'm supposed to be doing because I have a goal that I'm trying to achieve. So because I already have this on my schedule, is there another time that you can give me? For example, I just had an opportunity to be able to speak with someone um, just the other day. Uh, I did an interview with them and they were talking about an opportunity. Hear me. They were talking about an opportunity where I could be able to be a part of this networking, excuse me, networking group. And this networking group, what they'll do is it'll help me to be able to kind of branch out a little bit more with the podcast, get other people in the different networks to be able to know, um, as well as it might open up a door of me being able to coach a little bit, do some speaking engagements type thing, right? Wonderful opportunity, but when, based on my schedule, when you're trying to do that does not go in align with my schedule. So because I already have it on my schedule, what's on my schedule, this is called an extracurricular. So if this is extra, that's uh, that it, it goes with my vision. Hear me. It goes with my vision because this is what my vision entails. My vision does entail me being able to have speaking engagements. My vision does entail the, the podcast being able to branch out and get into more places and more spaces and more rooms. Right. That's a part of my vision, but it does not go with my schedule for today. So because it did not go with the schedule, I had to say, hey, is there another day we can be able to do this? It's not that what this is is not important. It just doesn't go with the time. So I have to make the adjustments so we can be able to reschedule for another day. Yes, that's important because it goes with my vision. But also this is important. Because why? This over here goes with my spiritual. That over there goes with my financial. Now, I understand they both are important, but this was already on the schedule and I can't adjust this. I can't, I'm not, I'm not about to miss church so that I can be able to do this. Not, a, not right now. Now, there might be a time we can talk about something different, but right now, no, I, I, this is important right here. This is a priority because of what I'm working on, because of what we're doing, because of what we're developing. So again, we have to create the schedule we need for the vision that we've created so we can make sure that we are staying focused in 2024. We don't want to create plans that we're not going to finish.
We do not want to create plans and don't create the schedule so we can make sure we hit it. No, I want you to hit the vision that you're creating. I want you to know when to make the adjustments, but you can't make adjustments if you don't have a schedule, if you don't have a plan. So you have your vision laid out. Now we've broken it down to quarters. Now we've broken it down to months. Now we've broken it down to weeks. And now we've broken it down to days. You know how that helps you? Because if something happens this week and it throws off per se what you created for that week, you can make the adjustments for the next week so you can make sure that you accomplish the goal that you wanted for that month. So it doesn't throw you off so much that you can't regroup. But if you don't have a schedule, it's difficult for you to regroup because you don't know when to be able to make the adjustments so you can accomplish the goal. So we're going to create the vision that we want, which we should have already done or still be working on. We're going to use the imagination that we have and we're going to add it to that vision, which we should have done and should be doing. And now we're going to create the schedule that we need from the years, from the quarter, from the month, to the week, to the day. So we can be able to go day by day, accomplishing and having a focused day, intentional days. I promise you the people that you look up to, the people that you are admiring, the people that you see that are successful, they are successful not just because they're smart. They are successful not because at this level of their life they got the finance. No, not there. They are successful because they have created a schedule. They have a schedule of how their day is going to look. And they go by day by day based upon the schedule that they've created. And if something happens, they know how to make the adjustments so that they can make sure that they are accomplishing the goal that they are going after. And I want you and I to be able to be as successful, be successful in the things that we are trying to accomplish on next year. So we have to start creating the schedule that we want so we can be able to have the goal that we want so we can ultimately have the life that we desire. I love you all, family. And as always, I'll be right here with you, <laughs> right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. I love you all, and I'll see you next time.